This radio show is a paid placement. Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, and each and every week I get together with Sean to tell you anything it takes to get you ready for retirement. Maybe it'll help you with your investments now or where you're putting your 401k, your IRA, if you're getting a little older. When do you turn on Social Security and coordinate that with your spouse? Or when do you have enough money to retire? We, we settle some big questions here. And if you have any questions that you would like to add to the mix, it is 248-988-9696, the website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Sean Mueller, welcome back to the show. How you doing? Doing great. Good to be back. Weather's great. So we're still here in summertime. So enjoying every minute of the sun. Yeah. And look, this is sort of the, the twilight of summer. And as we're rolling into the end of the year, we're about to get started up with, you know, football season. And then it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. And this it'll be over before we know it. And so now that we're on the back half of the year, I wanted to go over the retirement planning checklist that we gave the guy listening at the beginning of the year and just kind of see how we're doing. And, and if there's anything that you would like to add that it's appropriate for a mid-year retirement planning checklist, I want to take care of that in this first segment here. All right, great. Let's do it. All right. Um, so we found a pretty good one from thestreet.com. And uh, we, we, had, we had talked about some of these issues on an earlier show. I think it's a great time to go back over that mid-year retirement planning checklist from the street. Yeah. For one of the uh, good ones that stood out was checking your 401k or IRA deferrals. So basically how much you're contributing to those accounts. And, you know, maybe in the beginning of the year, you couldn't uh, contribute quite as much for whatever reason. You know, maybe uh, you had uh, other bills to pay and that, but, you know, check to see what you're withholding out of there because you, you you know if you have the ability to max these accounts out you know it might be a good idea for you to do that so like for those that are over 50 for a 401k you can get up to 30,000 in there so just see how much you guys are deferring right now and and if you could put an extra percent or two in there and and maybe check what your employer is willing to match you and try to get that full match well i, I think this is pretty cool for the self-employed because 401k slash IRA, whichever one you have, uh, if you made a little extra money that you weren't budgeting for this year, you can either keep it and pay taxes on it. Or if you haven't maxed out your contributions over there, that's a good way to keep that money. And you know, you're not going to need it immediately. Go throw it in your IRA and, and, and do a little tax dodge, legal tax dodge. That's right. So yeah, double check that. It's usually pretty easy for most, uh, for most people to be able to make that adjustment. You can usually just log in online where your 401k is and and then it'll tell you right on there how much you're contributing percentage wise and all of that so just double check it because again to your point if you have some extra cash and instead of paying taxes on it potentially put it in there let it grow tax-free all right next up on the financial planning mid-year checklist is take a look at your tax withholdings you can sort of get a better idea if uh, you didn't have it all set in stone, what your income was going to be like, and thus your taxes, or maybe you had a bunch of expenses that popped up. And this is the time you want to figure out what your tax liability is going to look like at the end of the year. Because, you know, once January comes around, uh, a lot of these numbers you can't do anything about. So check your tax withholdings on the second half of the year. I like that one. Yeah. And this is especially important for those that are taking withdrawals and distributions out of their IRAs. So if you're not withholding enough, uh, some folks aren't withholding at all, take a look 
especially if you got them on systematic distribution and just double check what you're withholding on there. Cause you know, for the most part, most of us don't want a huge tax bill come April. So double check what you're withholding. If you need to make an adjustment, it's usually pretty easy to, to be able to do that. Well, what about this next one on the list? Cause this makes sense at the beginning of the year, checking on your investments and, you know, seeing if you, if you're trying to achieve some sort of stock bond mix in your portfolio, or if you're trying to balance out, you know, too much is at risk versus safety. You, you kind of want to do a, a quick round of math. Is that something you would revisit in the middle of the year too? Or is that something you don't want to do too often? Because I know looking at your accounts every day can drive you, you know, just pretty neurotic. Uh, but what about now? Definitely a good time. And if your advisor hasn't sat down and went over that mid-year, probably a good idea to do that. Sometimes you get portfolio drift in there. So maybe your stock portion of your portfolio has been doing really well this year. We have had a pretty decent year through halfway. So you might uh, have portfolio drift where your your stocks are starting to overtake some of your bond percentages. So maybe uh, you're a moderate 60-40 stocks to bond portfolio, but seeing that they've done so much better, maybe you've drifted into a 70-30 stocks to bond portfolio, therefore you're taking on more investment risk. So you just want to double check and make sure everything's still in line. And, uh, and maybe you've had a couple of good uh, stocks that uh, maybe you want to sell depending on what's going on. So double check with your advisor because it is a good time to just make sure that you're not taking on too much unnecessary risk. Uh, what about the next one on the checklist that we did at the beginning of the year that says check on your tax strategies? Now, the notes I have under it is uh, look at your Roth conversions or maybe tax loss harvesting from some of your taxable accounts. Yeah, you nailed it. Now that you're over midway through the year, you have a little bit better understanding of where you might fall as far as uh, your total taxable income uh, You know, by the end of the year. So start kind of gearing up, looking to see if Roth conversion is the right thing for you. And, and that doesn't mean you have to do them all at once, but maybe you can do a partial Roth conversion now as you approach later on in the year, maybe after the first week of December in the event, maybe you own some mutual funds in your non-qualified brokerage accounts, mutual funds at that time end up paying capital gains. So you don't want to be caught off guard to where all of a sudden you did this huge Roth conversion and then this mutual fund paid a capital gain. It pushes you up into a higher tax bracket potentially. So, But now's a good time to really start getting a strategy together for that. And the other one is absolute tax loss harvesting. Taking a look at those uh, those taxable accounts you know, non-qualified accounts or what we would call tattletale accounts, those ones you're getting 1099s on where you're paying your dividend tax or capital gains tax. You call it a tattletale account? Yeah, yeah, you're getting, yeah, they're tattling on you. They're saying, hey man, you got some dividends, you, you're going to have to pay up. See, now, pay this one tax. sounds iffy. This sounds like something you need to do in December or maybe January. So, you know, at, at the, the flip of the year, not in the middle of the year, tax loss harvest, what if it bounces back or what if it goes even That is true. Or? That is true. But in the event, you know, you you have something in there that you want to basically get rid of because, uh, you know, it hasn't been doing well and, and you're just tired of looking at red on your statement. Now may be a good time to take that loss or, or potentially take that loss and, and buy a company maybe uh, somewhat similar to that company um, just so you get the benefit of uh, taking that tax loss and potentially moving it forward or uh, it'll help you with some capital gains that you may have in there as well. Yeah, the other one I was iffy about on the financial planning checklist that the, we, we did at the beginning of the year is uh, it says review your insurances. But I, I don't know what could have happened between the beginning of the year and now that would make you want to change your insurance. Well, you can always take a look at some of those. Maybe you have an index universal life policy. Uh, 
and and some folks don't even need uh, you know a huge death benefit in those maybe it's a good time to to start looking at hey we don't need this account the way it's currently set up maybe it's a good idea that uh, we we look at some long-term care options maybe you can do uh, a 1035 exchange on it and do some form of a long-term care uh, maybe you you know you you need a little bit more of, is like disability insurance for instance so just take a look understand the coverages that you have, understand the premiums that you're paying for all of this stuff. And and maybe you can get a better deal elsewhere, like on the disability insurance. Um, or maybe, if, again, if it's some form of life insurance policy that you, you don't, really don't need to continue to put into these policies, maybe that's not the right thing for you. Uh, what else do I need to be aware of as we're going through this mid-year financial planning checklist? Yeah, you want to double check your non-retirement accounts, so savings, emergency fund, brokerage accounts. You want to make sure you have the proper, uh, really, emergency fund. That that's huge in there. You don't want to have to go into your into your brokerage account and start selling things, potentially realizing these capital uh, gains, creating a bigger taxable event because you don't have enough in your emergency fund that you can fall back on and grab really fast. So just make sure that. Uh, you have enough in there. Make sure you you know you guys are able to put into your savings accounts, uh, and just double check. Uh, you never know. You know sometimes you need new windows or something, and then all of a sudden you need to liquidate twenty grand into your brokerage account, and the timing for it just isn't right. Yeah, it might make sense to evaluate some of those accounts too, because some of these are actually getting interest again. Did you notice your savings accounts getting like a whole percent these days? Yeah, yeah, and that's I was actually going to touch on that uh, a little bit later, but to you know, you got to look at how much you have in these. Sometimes you have I, I, what I would say is just too much sitting in your savings account, not earning, not making anything for you. Now you definitely want an emergency fund there, but if, uh, too much is too much to where uh, you know interest rates have gone up. You can you have the ability to go look at other alternatives that can get you some interest for six months or a year or whatever it may be. So double check and make sure you don't have an abundance in there and it's not earning anything and your dollars aren't working for you. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you want to contact him at his office, 248-988-9696, the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. But I want to talk about Roth IRAs for a second. They keep coming up here when you when you were talking about taxes and the IRS changes those limits from year to year. Uh, where, where are we at now with the Roth contribution rules? Yeah, if you're under 50 years old, uh, you can put $6,500 in a Roth IRA. If you're over 50, they give you a, a little bump there. You can put $7,500 in a Roth IRA. But, you know, some folks, they're unable to do so in the traditional form. Maybe their incomes, because there is certain income thresholds, and maybe you make too much money to either contribute all the way up to that 6,500 or 7,500, maybe you're able to do a reduced amount or maybe you're not able to do it at all. So then there's another uh, way that you can potentially look at getting money in there, which is really called a backdoor Roth, where you're contributing to a traditional IRA, then immediately converting it to a Roth IRA, making sure there's really no interest gained on it at that time. So you don't have to worry about paying taxes and, and all of that on it. All right, Sean Mueller, tell me about your book and why the guy needs to get his hands on a copy of it for absolutely no cost. Uh, well, uh, my book is called Retire Right and Drown Out the Noise. Basically, it gives you a nice overview on investing and, and different ways uh, of looking at investing and talking about uh, life insurance, long-term care insurance, um, 
different forms of annuities, social security. It's just educating you on all these different things. We even touch on Medicare in there. So it's a nice read. You're absolutely going to get some quality takeaways from that. So if you text book to 248-988-9696, we'll get you your free book. Don't worry about it. We'll pay for postage and everything. Just text book to 248-988-9696. You can also go to our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. You can book an appointment there. You can take a look on our website for our upcoming dinner seminars that we have. They're educational. We would love to see you there. You can sign up on our website. We would absolutely love to see you in person here at our office in Southfield. We're just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across from the Southfield Public Library in the atrium building. It's a five-story white building. Seeing you in person and really getting to know you and going over what we do, going over what you have, and really going over all these different checklists uh, is a, a good time to do it. Don't wait. Quit procrastinating. Sign up. Go to our website or give us a call. All right, I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy, and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. You seem like a drum guy to me. I do own a drum set, but that's just, I don't have enough friends to make a band, so I end up having to play everything myself. Playing instruments, yeah, I've got other passions. I bet you're really good with the spreadsheet, and that is far more valuable than acoustic guitar. Yeah, so maybe in retirement, I will pick up a new hobby and try new things. And I'll try and do some tax planning. We've made it back. This is Retire Right, brought to you by Mueller Retirement Planning. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. And each and every week, myself and Sean get together to feed you information into your brain that helps you get ready for retirement, helps you get through retirement. And the goal here isn't to make you rich. It's to make sure you can maintain your standard of living and not run out of money in retirement. And Sean, you know, that seems to be so easy if you end up with a big paycheck like some of these athletes or actors or like your favorite musician. But we are also flooded with stories about how these people can make millions and still wind up broke. So if these people 
go broke with millions. How can I expect to do any better with my meager income, Sean? Yeah, well, first you better have a plan. And I think that's one of the biggest things that these folks are lacking. They, you know, finally signed that big contract. They're young. They think the money's going to come forever and they don't actually put a plan together and really start saving and investing appropriately. So for you, even if you don't have millions of dollars, as long as you have a plan, you can make it through retirement. So how do they how do they lose all this money? How does MC Hammer, or Mike Tyson, or all these Floyd Mayweather? How do they lose tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars so fast? They're having a lot of fun out there. They're, they're buying the cars, the houses, the jewelry. They're helping relatives and friends. They have a huge payroll at that point. You know, norm, normally they have uh, a big uh, uh, group of people that tend to travel with them and the guess entourage. Who's yeah, them. yeah, their entourage. Exactly, they're paying for their entourage and, and all of that. So they're just not being uh, financially disciplined and. You know, you got to think when you're in your early 20s and all of a sudden you can buy whatever you want, you can travel wherever you want. I can understand why these folks end up doing that and running out of funds. They they don't understand. No one's ever sat them down and said, look, you got to have a plan. You got to put money away. This isn't going to last forever. And, uh, and invest in other things outside of just buying houses, which is great if you could buy, you know, for the most part, houses appreciate. So buying houses isn't the worst thing, but you're buying cars and jewelry and, and, everything else. So, you know, having a plan and actually putting other monies aside and investing it, that's how you're going to make sure you're not going to run out of money, especially, you know, if you're getting this money in your twenties or thirties and you're going to be retired for 50 or 60 years. Yeah. Well, look, it sounds like one of the lessons is, you know, cause when you watch the the stories about how these people lose all this money, it does look like a fun process that uh, you, you said that it looks like they just had a good time. I think you might be right. But, uh, so, so what's the lesson here? Don't have fun. If you, if you're successful. Absolutely. You should have fun. Yeah. That, that, if you're, you're successful. You need to have fun. You have the money to go spend and, and do all those things, but don't do it with all of your money. Make sure that you're putting monies aside, whether it be in a certain trust that maybe you're not the trustee, someone else is a trustee, and you can't get to that money or you can only get to a portion of that money. And that's what's going to help protect you know, those dollars and, and allow those dollars to grow and, and really provide a retirement that, that you want instead of just uh, getting this money and, and blowing it in five to 10 years. And, and then what? Right. Well, listen, Sean, here, here's a scary statistic. This um, this was from Sports Illustrated in 2015. They estimated 80 percent of retired NFL players go broke in their first three years of retirement. In the article, they, they cited two big reasons are a lack of financial planning. Like you said, they didn't have a plan. Uh, but here's one that's, you know, kind of tugs at your heartstrings. The other big reason they go broke is by sharing too much of their wealth with family and friends, you had mentioned the entourage, but it's not like they're blowing it all on themselves. A lot of it is, um, you know, sort of altruistic. But um, is that something you see happening to, to retirees? Is, is there too much of just a, a giveaway happening with people later in life? Yeah, I see it. I see people, they want to help their kids and grandkids. Maybe they promise their grandkids that they're, they're going to pay for college and, you know, they finally get there. And guess what? Uh, they can't afford to pay for college, but they still feel like they're on the hook for it. Well, here's the thing. This is what those uh, uh, those grandparents forgot to do is actually plan to pay for the kids colleges or the grandkids colleges uh, in the future. So maybe they had a grandkid and, and they should have started planning 15 years ago knowing, hey, 
we're going to pay for Sally's college. Well, instead of waiting and then Sally turns 18 and then going, you know what, we don't have the money to do that, but we're still going to take money out of our IRAs to pay for a college. You should have had a plan set up so you know you could have funded something over time so you could afford to pay for or help pay for her college. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you like what you hear, you want to contact him at the office, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696, or MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And uh, Sean, another quote I want to run by you on this topic is from Burt Reynolds, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. He uh, told Vanity Fair, I've lost more money than is possible because I just haven't watched it. Uh, what did he mean by that? You know, I know you probably help people come up with the budget almost daily. Is that what he means by oversight? Yeah, he's not paying attention to maybe what he's invested in, not seeing how it's growing or if it's not growing at all and and how much he's spending. You know, you get in this this mode or, or you trust certain people, you know, for him anyway, probably trusting someone to look out for, you know, his investments and how much he can spend. But overall, you need to know, you need to understand how much you can spend. And a key part of that is, is having a budget first and foremost. What do you want your retirement to look like? And then really putting a, a, a plan together that way you can see, okay, if I spend X amount, this is what my retirement should look like through the next 30 years, you know, and the ups and downs of the market. So you just got to understand what you're spending and, and, you know, keep an eye on things. Yeah, you're hiring a professional, but you should still have a general understanding of what's going on in your portfolio. I had a couple of examples here, Sean, uh, Aretha Franklin and Prince. I recall in both of these situations, they left behind a financial tornado and it, it's not necessarily that they didn't have great financial planning. Uh, they didn't have great estate planning. Yeah, you, you need the basic uh, documents for estate planning. So you need a will. If it makes sense for you uh, and your family, a trust, uh, power of attorneys, you want to make sure that you have a, a financial or a durable power of attorney and a healthcare power of attorney. I, a lot of folks miss the power of attorney thing. Uh, if you're married, yeah, that's great. Your spouse can can make those decisions for. But if you're not, you know, things can get complicated. So make sure you have your power of attorneys. But so many folks come in, and I mean, these are folks in their 60s. They don't even have a basic will. So you need to have at least a basic will and you want to make sure your beneficiaries are up to date on your accounts. So it doesn't hurt, you know, even once a year, taking a look, going over all of your financial accounts, making sure your beneficiaries are up to date and, and everything's in order. Does everyone who goes through the, the Mueller map get estate planning? So I definitely have recommendations for estate planning and, you know, I can only do so much. I definitely recommend everybody doing it, but folks tend to drag their feet and it's for some reason, it's one of those things that they really, I, I don't know if it's the fear of talking about death or whatever it is, but they really drag their feet on putting together their estate plan. But I highly, highly recommend it. And I, and I most definitely have uh, attorneys that I recommend. Give them credit, though. That is an awkward, you know, I don't know, not awkward. It's not that it's maybe, um, I don't know. It's just not comfortable. It's sort of abrasive to contemplate your own mortality and have to make decisions about, you know, at what point do they unplug the machines? And, yeah, I know. Right. It's, but once you get it together and once you do it, it's kind of done and over with. You don't even think about it anymore. So, you know, for that limited amount of time, suck it up, think about these things and and then move on. I, look, I know you'd rather go fishing than have this meeting, but this this is a more important meeting uh, than yeah. that bass you might catch. Yeah. You know, if you pass away, you don't you don't want your wife and kids to suffer because you, you know, didn't step up and, and do an estate plan. 
Right. Or if, you know, you have the incomplete estate plan there, you're going to see people rip each other to shreds because, you know, everybody's friends and all the siblings get along until you put a big pile of money on the table and then the spouses get a little mouthy and, it, you know, let's not leave it up to chance here. Let's nail it down. Yeah. Yeah. And making sure that everything's up to date, too, on your accounts, because we have run into that where uh, folks thought they had the right uh, beneficiaries on there, whether it be a trust or kids and they never updated it and then you know they pass away and then all of a sudden you have a whole nother set of issues all right that's sean mueller from mueller retirement planning a lot of this is covered in his new book and if you want a copy of sean's new book it's all about uh, financial planning you text the word book 248-988-9696 248-988-9696 it's the same phone number whether you want to make a voice call and set up an appointment or if you want to text the word book and get his new book retire right same phone number the website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. i'm james parker we'll be right back with more retire right with sean mueller Errors when you're playing a game means, oh, no, you're going to lose. Errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars, flush it down the toilet, and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff. Yeah, you know what? I think they get enough of my money, Sean. I believe they probably do, and I feel the same way. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm his co-host, James Parker. And uh, Sean Mueller over there is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. So it's an excellent topic to bounce off him uh, when we're talking about the lifestyles of the rich and famous today. And, uh, you know, we were just laughing about how all these people have lost, you know, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars. But I want to now pick your brain, Sean, and pick up some uh, good financial lessons from this so we can have better habits than MC Hammer had. So we can have better habits than Nicolas Cage had. <laughs> Great, Nicholas KJ. Yeah, he bought a lot of uh, like old skulls, didn't he? Great investment, isn't it? Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, anyone get a T Rex skull from the Mueller map? Uh, not as of yet, but we'll see if we can fit that into their retirement plan. All right, so, let, <laughs> so let's talk about uh, some good financial habits that that would put us ahead of the pack. Yeah. So first and foremost, you need to find out what you need is income wise in retirement, and then. Try to live within or below those means. So you want to stress test your portfolio and see what you're going to be able to spend in retirement if we have a terrible market. That's where I, I like to really take a look is like, look, we can all look at what's average and this and that. But what happens if things aren't average? I know a lot has been going on in the economy and and in the stock market. So let's just plan for the worst and, and see what your portfolio would look like. So know how much you're going to need and live within those means. You know, you say that, but it sounds so easy, but living within your means and sticking to a budget requires a certain level of discipline that I struggle with. I agree. It's it's tough because depending on your situation, it might not be as fun as living beyond your means. Uh, so, But if you want to have a successful retirement and you want to have more of a stress-free retirement, then we need to make sure that we can stay within that budget so we're not spending all of your monies and leaving you with nothing. Well, uh, talk about the dangers of credit cards then, because I have a little bit of credit card debt, but I've noticed I'm under the average, like the, the average revolving credit card debt is somewhere north of 500 bucks a month. And so I'm a little under that, but boy, that sounds tough. 
Yeah, paying off debt is is great in retirement. Look, if you want to pay off your mortgage and all of that, awesome. Not everybody is going to have their mortgage paid off, so don't beat yourself up over it. But we need to be able to fit that mortgage into your into your retirement plan and make sure that we're able to generate enough income so you can pay for your mortgage and all your other bills. But to your credit card debt uh, question, look, in retirement... <sighs> we should not be carrying credit card debt. Yes, you can pay your bills and all of that and, and put monies on a credit card. Yeah, get those rewards, but pay it off. If you're having a, you know, a revolving credit card debt that you're, that you're paying, and some of those interest rates are 25% that you're paying on it, we've got to make sure that we have that credit card paid off. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely brutal. And I've noticed, my personally speaking, my credit card interest rates have inched up in the last couple of years. Yeah, um, it's the the interest rate on a credit card is absolutely crazy. The, how much you have to pay for that? I mean, paying twenty five percent or north of twenty five percent in some cases is absurd. It's going to take you forever to pay pay that money off, even if it's a small balance. So really, make sure in retirement that you're not carrying a balance on your credit cards. Well, one that you know didn't come up when we were talking about the lifestyles of the rich and famous. You know, like when we we're making fun of uh, you know your favorite musicians, actors, and athletes who've lost a whole lot of money. But personally, I've seen a lot of people uh, squander what little fortune they had because they spent too much on their kids. Yeah, you got to make sure your kids can stand on their own. If you can no longer afford to fund your kids' lifestyle when you're, you know, when they're adults, you gotta you gotta cut it off. I I see it too many times. It, it, you know, parents come in here and they're about to retire or they're retired, and we're going over building their budget and all of that, and then they're telling me, you know, I'm giving my kids X amount each month, and these are kids that are. You know they're in their thirties now. It's it's time that you, that you got to let them go on their own, and and you know tough love can go a long way. So at some point, and I usually have to be the one to tell them, look, you can't give your kids this money anymore. They they've got to go out and do this on their own. So I know their heart's in the right place, but you're going to jeopardize your retirement just because your kids don't really want to go out and and push themselves a little bit. Yeah, and when you get you get emotions wrapped up in these decisions, and that's where you start to stray away from logic here. Yeah, and I I get it. You want to help your kids; they're your kids. But by continuing to financially help them, you're actually uh, you know taking away their independence, and, and you're doing them a disservice. All right. Uh, so another big one is market losses. I've been quite disappointed with my my IRA's performance. You know, I have some index funds and whatnot. And uh, not so happy with that. I haven't I can't say I've had any huge losses, but uh, that is a possibility I'm concerned about. Yeah, you, you got to stress test these portfolios, see what it's going to look like in years like uh, 2022 when you're pulling out of money uh, from your portfolio and everything just seems to go down and down and down. And, and the other thing is you can't just save. You have to invest your money. So being afraid of the market and losing too much that can hurt you in the long run. So you got to understand, you don't want to be too aggressive, but at the same time, if you're too conservative, you're not allowing your money to build over time. So yes, save, but you also have to invest. So theoretically, on average, if you're uh, investing your, your monies, let's just say over a seven to 10 year span, again, on average, you should be able to, to double those monies. So by not doing that and just putting money in a savings account and getting the little interest that you would be over the years, you're most likely not going to have enough 
to retire, or if you do, you're not going to be able to generate as much income as you would be if you're investing it either in the market or in other things. That doesn't mean you have to invest it in the stock market. There are many other things that you can invest your money in. Right. And, and then you're getting into things like uh, compounding interest where, you know, over time, this turns out to be a big snowball. And, you know, so with that snowball visual in mind, talk about how big of an impact that time span can give you. Yeah. To your point, like that snowball, like just think of you, you make a snowball and you roll it down a mountain and it just keeps getting bigger as it's approaching the bottom of the mountain and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I mean, that's compound interest. So you got to make sure that you're getting something for your money, making sure that your money is working for you while you're not working. So uh, investing it, making sure you're getting a reasonable rate of return, depending on where interest rates are. And you, and we talk about buckets all the time. You have to make sure that your monies are in different buckets. Not all of your money should be towards uh, stock market, towards growth. Not all of it should be in savings and, and safe. You need a little bit of everything. You want some investments where you know you can't lose, but it's still going to participate in market upside. So just make sure that you have these different buckets and have a reasonable expectation for each one of these buckets. You can't invest in the market and say, look, I want to make seven to 10 percent per year with no downside. It doesn't exist. <laughs> right. That's optimistic. That's uh, Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com is his website. The phone number is 248-988-988. 9696. All right, Sean, talk about how uh, the investment strategies change once we get into retirement, because I'm not, no longer going to be putting money in the market or in any of these tools or in an IRA. It's all coming out. Yeah, as you're approaching retirement, you should be taking risk off the table little by little as you're getting closer to retirement. So whether that be, you know, seven years, uh, five years, three years, you need to get risk off. So if you're 10, 15 years out, you know, you're going to have time to, to make things up, the market correct itself and all of that. Um, but you should definitely be looking to de-risk your portfolio as you get to in, in retirement, especially in retirement. We're, we're setting up your plan. We're going to be drawing income off of your portfolio. We can't have your portfolio down 30% in a year while you're taking income or what happens. I know I mentioned this uh, often at our dinner seminars, but the lost decade. So folks, uh, if you've ever heard of the lost decade, basically from 2000 to 2010, we had many ups and downs. But if you invested in the S&P 500 in 2000, you open up your statement in 2010, you didn't make any money. So if you're retired for those 10 years and you really weren't making any money and you're pulling off of your portfolio every year because you need that income to uh, maintain your lifestyle, that's not going to be good. You're not going to be able to make that up because you're you're, it's reverse dollar cost averaging. You're taking money off of your portfolio as it's going down. It should be the opposite. Well, we've made a lot of fun of people who had poor financial plans and financial success, but I want to run a good example by you, Jay Leno. I heard yeah. this and thought it was a rumor for years that he lived, uh, he banked all of his Tonight Show salary and lived off the salary he got from doing shows. And he, he does shows other than The Tonight Show. Yeah, he does like 200 a year or something ridiculous like that. And so uh, is there anything we can learn from Jay Leno's success story? Yeah. I don't know if he's telling a full truth there. He owns like a thousand cars. I don't you know. The, the, I mean, the guy does spend money, so I don't, I don't know how true all of that is, but I've heard that many times as well. But yes. So basically, let's just say maybe you and your spouse are taking Social Security and you start it early. Well, maybe you can take that social security and reinvest it 
or if you have two incomes, maybe you say, you know what, let's see if we can live off of one of these incomes and then save the other income and just kind of get an understanding of uh, what your lifestyle might be in retirement if you're only living off of that one income. So you definitely want some form of income that you can really reinvest uh, back into your portfolio and not just spending everything you have. Because that's, as we talked earlier with the uh, athletes and uh, musicians and actors and that, they, they tend to spend everything they have a lot of times. Yeah, you know, that that sounded like uh, it was a far out experiment because who has two full time incomes? Well, a household does you and your spouse just live off of one of your your checks and bank the other one. And I guess that could be the Jay Leno model. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good example. And, and you know, not everybody can. You know, it's getting harder and harder to save money and to even retire. We don't have pensions anymore. Uh the cost of living is going up. Things are extremely expensive. Even buying a car nowadays is, is extremely expensive. So, you know, I, I know it's not easy to do, but if you can do it, it's a good rule to at least attempt to do and see, you know, that way, you know, you have enough in retirement. We all want to retire, don't we? We don't want to work forever. So just make sure you're disciplined and you can at least try to save a portion of your income. Or if you have uh, two incomes, just attempt it. Even if you attempt it for six months, see if you can do it. All right. And just to remind you, you know, this is what Sean does during the week at Mueller Retirement Planning. How far away do you think you are from the guy listening right now, Sean? Like a 20 minute drive? Yeah, or less. So we're right here off of uh, just south of 696 off Evergreen Road in Southfield, Michigan, right across from the Southfield Public Library. We're really easy to get to. Uh, and we're in the atrium building. There's a TGI Fridays over here. There's a pot belly in Chipotle. So we're right in between there. So uh, after we meet, maybe uh, we can go get a bite to eat as well. All right. That doesn't sound like too much of an ask. It just starts with a phone call. 248 248- 988-9696. Call Mueller Retirement Planning at 248-988-9696. Or if you can't remember that, you can re- remember the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. It's just the name of the company plus.com. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And I'll be right back with Sean Mueller on Retire Right. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting right to 248-988-9696. That's right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. 
Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Asking all of these different questions, I've sat with hundreds of different households over the years, and everybody's a little different. I need to make sure that we're tailoring these plans specifically for you and really making your retirement dreams come true. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, and Sean Mueller is the founder CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com is the website. Give him a call, 248-988-9696. And look, he gets questions all day, every day. Sometimes it's in the office, on the phone, email, through the radio. We type some of the better ones out, and we just set them aside for the show. And uh, we call it the mailbag segment. Sean, you ready to go through some of the questions? I am ready, James. Let's go. All right. First one, Sean says, we are seriously considering relocating now that we're a few years into retirement and nothing's off the table, including moving abroad. What are some things we should think about when trying to decide where we should go? Well, great. If you're going to look to move abroad, it sounds like a lot of fun, but you need to start thinking about one of the more bigger things as far as taxes go. What does it look like where you want to live? If it's uh, abroad, okay, what is their tax structure? Uh, Is it, you know, you're going to be paying a lot more taxes than you would here in, in America? You got to start thinking about if you're living in another city in the United States, do they have a city tax? Do they have a state tax? So taxes are going to be huge as far as where do we want to live and how much do we want to pay as far as taxes go? And is it going to be kind of a a, a dual thing? Are are we going to be snowbirds and live in Florida in the winter and Michigan in the summer? So can you afford two places? And each state has different tax structures. Yeah, I guess taxes are a big thing. What I heard about that uh, from that question is moving abroad. I I love these people who think they want to move abroad because I'm an adventurous guy and I'd like to travel and see the world. But do I really want to be on the other side of the planet from my family? I miss every birthday and miss every Christmas. And if you do plan on traveling back and forth, uh, that's going to take a lot of money. Yeah, you got to fit it in the budget. You know, if you want to come back two or three times a year. What does that plane ticket look like? Inflation is going crazy. Gas is high. And uh, as far as what I see, uh, plane tickets don't seem to be coming down anytime soon. So we got to be able to fit that into your budget. You know, what does that look like as far as traveling back and forth, visiting family? Do you want to pay maybe for your kids to come out there once a year? So these are all things that you have to think about. And even if you're if you move to the west side of the country, maybe it's uh, the Pacific Northwest, you're, you want to move to Washington, whatever, you know, their cost of living is going to be more than, say, here in Michigan. So these are all things to start thinking about. And you make a great point. You know, if you have kids or you're close to your family, can you be away from them for an extended period of time? Well, you've probably seen people who've moved, you know, just to leave the, the frozen tundra of the north and go to someplace that's really sunny like Florida, but do they have the the opposite problem where the summers are too hot and they, they miss having four seasons? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually lived in Florida for about a year and a half. That's the way I felt. The summertime was so hot and it felt like it was so long. Uh, the winters were great though. 
But uh, to, you know, on the opposite end, the winters here in Michigan can be a little tough. Um, summers are great. So, yeah, you definitely got to think about can we actually handle living, you know, in, in this state, whatever state that is, in a certain time of the year, in their worst parts of the year. So what I like to recommend to folks is why don't you go vacation there for a couple of weeks before you pull the trigger on moving somewhere full time? You know, get to understand what that weather looks like, what your lifestyle might look like out there. Maybe even take a month and, and go out there and really just see, okay, I can live here 365 days a year. This is what it's going to look like. You know, what you don't want to do is, you know, you're so excited, you move somewhere and then in six months you regret it and then you got to move back and and, and you, you don't know, you know, where we're going to be yet in the market. Is that going to cost you more if you're getting a mortgage or interest rates higher? So now you're going to be paying more, as, uh, you know, on a mortgage if you're going to carry one of those. So go there first, visit, see if you like it, even in the worst times of that state or country and then come up uh, with a plan. All right, this last question from the mailbag for you, Sean, is kind of long. All right, this one says, my dad worked at the same job for 30 years before he retired with a pension, and it just seems like he's never had to worry much about money. I've worked for three different companies, but I've always made sure to contribute to the company 401k with each position. I'm realizing that I should do something with those different accounts. There's a good amount in each of them, but I don't know how to consolidate that money or if that would even be the best thing for me to do, I sure love to enjoy retirement one day like my dad has. Yeah, well, it's a great question. First, I would say the first steps, come in and talk to us and we can go over your situation and see what's best for you. And if what's best for you is to consolidate those accounts, put them in a traditional IRA and create a plan from there, then that's something that we'll talk to you about and show you the benefits of doing that. But first and foremost, you need to come in and sit down and have that initial conversation. And then like your dad, uh, unfortunately, it sounds like you don't have any uh, pensions available, but uh, like your dad, you can create really a pension of your own if you like. You can create guaranteed income off of your portfolio so you know you're never going to outlive it. And then you got to start taking a look at, okay, well, how much is that going to take to create the amount of income I'm looking to have in retirement? And do I want that income to continue to increase to try to outpace inflation You know, for the next 20 to 25 years while you're retired. So first steps, come in and see us. We can take a look at your, your overall situation and give you uh, the best advice uh, possible. Yeah. And the guy sounded so uh, fatalistic. You can set up your own endless streams of income out of your 401ks. You know, it's sort of a do it yourself pension, just like your dad has. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can definitely create that. And, you know, pensions are great. There's nothing wrong with pensions. Sometimes pension companies do have issues. And f for instance, in Detroit, uh, the city of Detroit claimed bankruptcy uh, years ago. That affected uh, the pensions, the people that were already retired, as well as those that hadn't retired yet. So pensions are great, but sometimes they do uh, run into uh, a rough situation where they have to decrease the overall pension that you're getting monthly or in the worst case scenario, that pension goes away. So creating a pension of your own uh, might be the right thing for you. But the only way to know that is by sitting down, taking the first steps and, and really coming in to see us. All right, Sean, uh, that's going to do it for the mailbag segment. But if the guy listening has any questions, how can he get a hold of you and ask him your, his questions personally? 
yeah, you can call us at 248-988-9696 or go directly to our website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R, RetirementPlanning.com. You can book an appointment on our website. You can sign up for one of our dinner seminars, and we would love to see you face-to-face. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. A lot of this is covered in his new book, and if you want a copy of Sean's new book, it's all about uh, financial planning. You text the word book, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. It's the same phone number whether you want to make a voice call and set up an appointment or if you want to text the word book and get his new book, Retire Right, same phone number, the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. We'll do this again next week. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.